This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. Statistics say that children are like sponges. Now, I'm not referring to how some people suck up and live off their parents well into their 40s. I'm actually referring to a child's uncanny ability to remember details. Sometimes I can't remember where I parked my car, but I can remember the first and last names of just about every kid in my second, third, and fourth grade classes. Now, I'm a storyteller. I mean, across the board, it's the one thing I've done with limitless passion my entire life. I've told stories through songs, through films, through the written word, and like the shamans of old, I think it's important to keep our personal history books breathing and alive by the retelling of our stories. Well, one true story I often tell, especially at film festivals and writers and actors workshops, is of a night I remember in the fifth grade. I was standing backstage at Palisades Elementary School, and the sixth graders were doing some sort of play. Now, over the years, I'm sure the sponge in my mind has rotted a bit on the corner, so I'm hazy on the details of the play. But what I do remember was that this very talented young girl in the sixth grade who was starring in this little production was already on her way to a successful acting career. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Even as a child, she had a gift. So there I was, nervous with the butterflies, and I was just part of the chorus, when the lights went out and we all heard some rustling near the stairs. Then we heard a scream and a loud crash with breaking glass. I remember feeling the panic of the teachers as they wrestled for the lights. The little blonde girl, this actress, had fallen down the stairs and her face broke through a mirror and slashed her cheek. I remembered hearing the whispers of some of the teachers saying, there goes her acting career. I mean, their attitude was complete doom for this girl just because she'd have a scar. Well, years later, this girl, Penny Miller, broke out in a film with Robert De Niro and Robin Williams called Awakenings. Now, by this time, she went by the name Penelope Ann Miller. And besides this film, she did numerous others, including The Gun and Betty Lou's Handbag. In my opinion, she's one of the most underrated talents in Hollywood. But I'll always remember her as the little girl that no one thought would make it just because she fell and cut her face. Now, like I've said, I've told this story for years to inspire actors. It was one of the earliest memories I have of how someone in the industry had beat the odds. But oddly enough, a short while back, I actually saw Penelope Ann Miller at a restaurant. She was sitting at a table beside me, and we actually caught eyes a couple of times during our meal. When she got up to leave, I was overwhelmed with a sense that I should stop her and remind her of this story I've told for so many years and thank her for the inspiration. So she got up. I said, Penny, Penny Miller. Now she obviously recognized me and said, how do I know you? I said, from elementary school. Then I said, if you have a minute, I'd love to tell you a story that I've told to so many people about something that happened to you that I found so inspirational. Well, she waited and I told her the whole story. And when I finished telling her the story, she said, that is so sweet. But I went to Brentwood Elementary. And right there on the spot, I felt like the sponge in my mind that was supposed to be holding all my precious childhood memories just snapped like a dusty piece of chalk. I said, you didn't fall backstage and that's how you got the scar on your face? She said, well, I did fall backstage, but that was in junior high and 
bam, it was weird. But I felt like one of those characters in a movie who all of a sudden snaps out of their amnesia. In that moment, I realized that she and I were in junior high together, not elementary school. And that's where I remembered her falling. But she went on to say that the scar was the result of a car crash she was in. And bam, another flashback hit me. That's when I remember the teacher saying all those negative comments about her career being over. Well, as she was getting ready to walk away from the table, probably thinking, if this guy's a writer, he better not be writing anyone's biography. I had this horrible sinking feeling that this must be what it's like when you have Alzheimer's. I mean, to have so many facts bouncing around in your head, but having the timeline so jumbled out of sequence, it was really embarrassing. But she liked my story about her, and she even thought it was inspirational, so she gave me permission to take poetic license and continue to tell the story the way I'd remembered it. Albert Einstein said, Memory is deceptive because it is colored by by today's events. But these days it feels like my memories aren't just being colored by today's events. They're actually being hijacked and whipped in a blender with every passing day. Maybe that's why the shamans told their stories. Maybe it was less about keeping their memories alive and breathing and more about just staying sharp enough to remember where they parked the car. Which reminds me of a joke. This elderly woman is having tea with one of her best friends and she says, I'm concerned about my husband. He's acting strange. He's either got some kind of venereal disease or he has Alzheimer's. And her friend says, oh, you poor dear. Here's what you do. You drive him into the forest and you leave him there. If he finds his way home, for God's sake, don't sleep with him. That's my joke for this week. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud.